Hello, and welcome to your next Mindset and Motivation Monday episode of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Nat Harward, and I am your guest host today. Back on the show for the fifth time now, I do believe it's my pleasure uh, to contribute to the show so regularly. Brian's a great friend. I hope that my contributions continue the value that he gives to you and that you enjoy. It's been great to hear from some of you, to meet some of you. And we've talked about good old Mitch, our awesome friend and example, Mitch, uh, who I have met in real life. And if there's more of you, just as friendly as Brian is, I'm at Brian.com. You can go to imetnat.com, borrowing that, send me a note if you have uh, more questions or something to say or just um, yeah, something to share. Uh, that you got from what I'm going to share with you today. So I'm just coming off of year two of Brian Visits Utah. As you uh, probably heard from him in prior episodes, he came on up to Salt Lake. We had a great time hanging out in person, bringing the liveliness of our group chats with our other good friend, Nate Bagley, uh, into the real world, spend some time together. Yes, I did fly down to Vegas. We spent Halloween there, drove back up. Lots of fun uh, exploring some of the finest stuff here in Utah, specifically Salt Lake City. Took Brian to some canyons, some of the mountain peaks, showed him around our lovely downtown and more. Uh, You can look up either of us on Facebook to see some fun pictures of that, including me helping Brian along with more cheesy pictures with his car. (laughs) We went up one of the canyons and snapped a picture of uh, my Jeep on a dirt road and his BMW on the blacktop right next to it, and us with big smiles, even though we're, he's late 20s and I'm early 30s, looking like we're <laughs> little boys enjoying uh, enjoying life, because we do, and, and life is awesome. So, to today's topic on mindset motivation, the three words to know that are going to guide the rest of this conversation are pound the rock. Those of you who have heard from me before, or ever looked at my stuff, you've probably seen that phrase. I have it in my bios on various websites. It's in the footer of my website. It's on my business website. It's in my email signature, along with two other phrases. But today, I'm just going to focus on pound the rock. So before getting to that, I just I want to start by saying I hated for years routine, absolutely abhorred repetition. And I set up my entire life in so many ways uh, to avoid having to do the same thing over and over and over again, and such that every single day would be full of novelty, something new every day, and could just, yeah, trigger that little sweet rush of whichever one of those brain chemicals gets triggered by new things. Um, I pursued job opportunities where every day was different and I really never had to do the same thing twice. And if I did, I hated it. I moved to New York city when I graduated from college because every single day you see new people and hear new things. And there's always a new corner of the city to explore. It's just never, 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 never ending novelty. And, uh, even now there are still things about repetition and routine that I don't like, but I have developed over the past two or three years, a newfound respect for it and give it a wonderful and useful place in my life. And that has come with being an endurance athlete and with being an entrepreneur and seeing the value of repetition and routine and that willingness to pound the rock in the work that I do. So it is that phrase, pound the rock, that embodies um, 
a lot of thoughts that are important for me and continuing to go forward. Uh, and through the rest of this episode, I'll talk about uh, why I choose that as a founding motto for my life, for my business, and why I willingly attach it to my name all over the web. So let's start with the source. Where did this come from? What's kind of the backstory to what I mean when I say pound the rock? Well, years ago, someone asked a man named Jake Reese a question about how he persists. And he said, when nothing seems to help, I go back and look at a stonecutter hammering away at his rock perhaps a hundred times without as much as a crack showing in it. Yet, at the hundred and first blow, it will split in two. And I know it was not that blow that did it, but all that had gone before. This is an awesome analogy to keep in mind as an entrepreneur as someone who is doing something that's going to take some time, that's learning something. Um, you know, in the episode that Brian and I recorded up in the mountains, we talked about that. Uh, one of those things that we learned in Vegas is that people lose when they don't choose a strategy or if they pick a strategy and don't stick with it. So very similar idea here, pound the rock, Let's choose a strategy, choose something, an activity, a positive activity that you're going to do and keep doing it and every day pound the rock every day pick up the hammer strike a blow and put in the work because there's so much stuff in business in our own pursuit of excellence and mastery that is hard to see the progress with each little bit of effort and uh it takes um it it takes dedication it takes continuing to look forward it takes that persistence to say that I'm gonna keep pounding the rock because even though I can't see the results adding up, I can't see them changing, there's gonna be a 101st blow. And in that blow, the rock is gonna split. And it might seem in that moment like it was just that one time that I did it and that was different and that's how the change came about, but really it was all those additive pieces. Similarly, I also just listened to, um, I think it's in the 120s or the late 1-teens episode uh, where Brian talked about how his soccer blog traffic went from a couple thousand people a month uh, to multiplying it 5x, 10x, or, or whatever. And uh, yeah, like you can have that attitude of, oh, well, he just got that lucky break, that, that 101st blow of where that soccer shop happened to send him the picture of the jersey and he broke it and then it, and it got linked and that's how things blew up. But here's the thing. If uh, let's just isolate that 101st blow. Let's say that, that that piece happened, but none of none of the 100 blows beforehand happened. That uh, let's just say Brian knew that guy personally, and that guy sent him uh, the picture, and Brian was like, cool, I'm going to put this up on the internet. So Brian makes a new website. His first blog post is this picture breaking the soccer jersey where he gets an Instagram account and puts it up there. And it literally is the first thing that he has done to put his name and his passion and his commitment out there in the world as a fan of soccer. So yeah, let's just isolate it like that. It's the first thing. Do you think that if that were the case, that if there was no back foundation, that it really would have gone forward the way that it did? No way. Like for sure, because 
people had landed on this site and while they're there they see oh snap there had been stories upon stories upon stories and stories days and days and days weeks and weeks and weeks months and months going back of this guy being in the soccer world sharing stuff looking things up uh, there's just that whole foundation and whether they consciously recognize it or not whether they read five stories ten stories 50 stories it doesn't matter how many of the backstories they read when they landed there on that site to see that picture of the jersey being broken ahead of schedule everyone's there they could recognize that this person who's breaking this picture has put in the work he has been pounding the rock he has been dedicated to uh to soccer has been dedicated to this community and he's doing the work and so i can trust him he's credible and guess what from all those past stories i can come back here because he's going to continue on he's shown a pattern of his commitment and if he broke this then i'm going to want to come back to see what he might break in the future so that is life like that is how things go again whether people um like say you have that moment when you uh, have the high because uh, you, you strike the rock and it breaks and everyone around you is like, oh my gosh, you broke the rock. Like you accomplished the thing. You did this sweet thing and you're riding this high of like, oh man, this is so fun. Like this, this moment is great. Um, when that happens, you might dismiss and people might not even acknowledge that they're recognizing all the work that you've done beforehand to get up to that point. But they will notice it's there. It's in the context. It's in the background. It's part of the confidence that you bring into. I am the right person in this moment of time to be experiencing this win. I worked for this win. That categorically is a different experience than truly a luck of the draw with not having done any work ahead of time. Like if you come out of nowhere and have this thing fall from the sky and you haven't done any work ahead of time, the way that you interact with it, the way that you carry yourself, it'll, it really will be like, oh, this was totally dumb luck and I haven't even been working for this. But when you keep pounding the rock every day and then that break comes, people will be celebrating it, they'll be excited, but you will know and they will recognize consciously or subconsciously that you have created a world you have been working for. You are someone who is consistently dedicated to the space, to the activity, to the community, to the whatever it is where this break happened. You have been doing the work and people will recognize that and they'll know that it came in part because you've been creating the space for it and because of your consistency up to that point, you can be counted on for consistency going forward. Uh, there's another word right there of, of why this mindset of pounding the rock and of being willing every day, whether you see the crack or not, why it's worth it to get up and, and do that grind each day. Uh, the other word there is consistency. I, as a marketing consultant and studying marketing and studying communities and all kinds of different content of tweets and social and blogs and email and all that stuff, like it really doesn't matter what combination of all that content you produce is because there's a bajillion ways that you can do it and there's always some new thing the most important thing in being someone who has a voice who's doing something who's creating content who's putting it out there is consistency if you decide i'm going to write two very long blog posts a year and they're going to be very thorough and in my style and well researched and that's what you do and then you stick with it for 10 years then people will just come to know that's what that person does. They have two ridiculously detailed, well thought out, very thorough posts that come twice a year. And that's what I can look forward to. And that's what they choose to do. That works for them. 
Well, I know that I can count on that. Cool. That can work for you. <laughs> so in developing your strategy for whatever it is that, that you're doing, the work that you're doing, uh, the content that you're producing, how you're sharing stuff, putting it out there, consistency is the most well, I'll say it's the second most important thing. The first most important thing is authenticity. If you lie or deceive or put up a pretense, this is not going to work. People eventually will see through it. So being authentic is most important. But directly tied with authenticity is consistency. Because if you um, think, like they, they just go hand in hand. So if you think that you can put up uh, or follow a schedule of doing something every week, but in reality, you really can only keep it up once a month, but you pre present it and like start your opening thing like, oh, I'm going to do this every week. But in the back of your head, you're like, oh, I actually, I'm probably just going to do it every month. Then that's a lack of authenticity right there. So you will get more authenticity when you find out what consistency is actually going to work for your life and how you think and how you communicate and how regularly you come up with new, with new ideas. So pound the rock every day. That doesn't mean necessarily that you produce and launch and release something every day, but it means you do some work every day that moves you towards the thing that you count about or that, that you are committed to. Okay. Let's talk a little more about embracing that grind aspect of it. Um, it's just, it's really something to celebrate to say, I am someone who puts in the work every day and I can embrace the repetition of this. I can embrace the, um, not like the monotony of it, but I can embrace doing this every day because this is something that I am choosing to master. A critical part of mastery is repetition. There's just something, some zone that clicks some, there's some threshold. I don't know what it is. I don't know if there's a word for it. If you've experienced it, you know what I'm talking about. But with all things, there's just something that happens where once you, you know, you do something for the first time, it's very unfamiliar. It's very uncomfortable. You have no muscle memory. You have no neural memory. Like you're everything, all of your alert triggers are on because you're doing it for the very first time. You're trying to take it all in. And, and then you do it again and again and again, and then eventually some muscle memory sets in. And then eventually some neural memory sets in. Um, maybe some emotional memory sets in. Like you get used to it. You kind of know what to expect. You know what it feels like, and it becomes familiar. Once you've crossed that piece, then your sensors for observing and paying attention and uh, taking things in, like they're freed up to notice other things. Because instead of being focused on like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this very unfamiliar um, thing, this new thing, this uncomfortable thing that I've never done before. And now that all that's gone, because you've done it enough that it's regular and it's familiar and you can do it without having to like consciously think about it. Now it's like the, the, the motor memory and all that stuff is taking care of it. Now your powers of observation are freed up to notice other things. And you'll still start noticing intricacies and you'll get one of those and you'll master it and then you'll get another one and you'll master it. Going back to one of the fun things that Brian and I did when he was in town, we stayed up until 2 a.m. most nights uh, learning new magic tricks and practicing them uh, all with cards. Now, Brian is much more into magic uh, than I am, card magic than I am. And you can tell because his the control of his hands over um, 
manipulating cards and cutting decks and folding them and all this stuff. It's like he has taught his fingers what it feels like and how to manage a deck of cards, how to pull up um, you know, a, a set number of cards when it looks like one, and, and my hands don't have that dexterity. But because he's practiced all of these little tricks, he has more of a foundation. So then when he learns a new trick, he's learning that new trick, but he can, um, he's got like 10 base skills that go on top of it. And as I was looking at this and trying this, I, I felt that initial mindset frustration of like, oh my gosh, like I understand intellectually how this is supposed to work, but this is so hard. My fingers are, you know, they don't understand. They're not getting it. This is going to take forever. And then I like took a deep breath and was like, whoa, look at how quickly frustrated I am and how much I want to give up right now because it's not easy right now. And I thought, pound the rock. If I want to get better at this, this is how you do it. If you just practice this a little bit every day, pound the rock, eventually the memory will set in, the motor memory will set in, the familiarity will set in, and my powers of observation and touch and sense will open up to the next level of understanding how this activity goes. So... There's a whole smattering of different things there for you. Take bits and pieces of that, but really pound the rock. Embrace doing good work every day and believe that while it may take a hundred blows for your rock to crack, the crack is coming. Every single time you pound the rock, something structurally inside of the thing that you're beating down on shifts. The molecules shift, they loosen up. You may not see it to your eyes. That doesn't mean that it's not happening in reality. So all of that, and I'll close it with one final little uh, piece of this analogy. When I think about pounding the rock, I also think about uh, the capital R rock. So my source, my connection with God, my beliefs. And so while I'm doing all the things that I'm doing, I also embrace this because it reminds me each day to come back to center, to come back to the things that are most important to me, to, to reflect on what I believe, how I see the world, how I see myself, and the number one reason for doing all the things that I'm doing. Coming back to that grounding point then orients me for everything else that I'm doing. So whatever you value most, whatever it is that you choose to believe in, how you choose to see yourself, how you choose to see the purpose of your life. Um, I really recommend ritualizing something to do every day to check in with that, to repeat some words to yourself, to reconsider those thoughts and give that orientation uh, that then guides the whole rest of your day. So pound the rock with your activity, pound the rock with what's at the foundation of your life and embrace doing that every day because there's something beautiful about memorizing stuff and memorization and repetition open up a pathway to mastery and mastery opens up excellence and fun and performance and progress and all the great things that we have to look forward to so there you have it happy monday go forth pound the rock do good and have a great time Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.